So during the slow hours is when like I'll edit videos or, you know, do this. So I'm like in the shop doing this. I'm like, hi, hold on one second. I'll be right there with you. I'm like sharpening and I people like freaking out. What's good, everybody? I've got tier one gear reviews on the podcast tonight. What's up, bro? What's up? What's, what's up? What's up, man? I've been trying to get you on for a little bit. So much yep. so, actually, that I went after your homie, Shoe Monster Tech, and he did it before you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's a good guy. He, he told me, he was like, yeah, he's uh, trying to get a hold of you now. I was like, man, I was like, I, I might as well hit him back. But uh, yeah, I've Man, I, I kind of got busy that last week and then yeah. just completely died. Yeah, I totally understand, man. You know, things happen. Um, the reason why I wanted you to hop on here is one, like, first of all, like we are part of the Apex Fast Around group. I try to I try to link up um with homies from there like as much as I can. 
And uh, I like your channel, you know, like I, the criteria for me to invite someone on, um, whether they're starting out or, or they're like, you know, huge or whatever, is like just the consistency, like how much work they're putting in, creating their content on their channels, on Instagram. And you're definitely putting in the work. And I'm an admirer of that, you know, because I'm doing the same thing. And uh, how did you get started with YouTube? Like, how did you start making videos? Well, honestly, you know, I've, I've watched Knife channels for quite a while now. I did not realize the community was, you know, this awesome. I, you know, I, I did not realize a lot of the people were connected in the community. I thought it was just the Knife channel, Knife channel, you know. But, you know, as it turns out, pretty much everybody knows each other. And, and it's an awesome thing. You know, I'm glad to be a part of it. But, you know, it was kind of just a, a last minute thing. I just... You know, buy knives all the time anyway so I was like well shit you know might as well just start filming them and it kind of took me a little while to get used to talking to a camera I'm, I'm still not <laughs> completely uh 100% at that but mm -hmm. you know I, I guess it's just been a learning process kind of you know learning as I go I guess you could say yeah dude I'm still learning right now I've had my channel up for I, I thought I had my channel up for four years it's kind of all been a blur but it, it says three years like I looked it up I was like what the hell I thought it was four years in but everyone kind of finds their own way of doing things and like my channel is always constantly evolving like um yeah. and and you definitely got this very chill vibe about yours you know what I mean I could tell by like the tone of your voice, like how you're talking about the knives, very quick and snappy too. You know, yeah. a few small edits here and there, but very precise in what you say, you know what I mean? Which I like, you know? I appreciate how did you get, it. Yeah. How did you get down that formula? Like, are you just, just by chance do like four minute vids? Yeah, well, you know, my first couple videos were just, they were complete shit, you know? Like I said, I was kind of learning as I go, but you know, here lately, uh, I've kind of been starting to get more into the editing side of it. And, you know, correcting my mistakes is something that, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty bad about it. I'm OCD all the way. So, <laughs> you know, if I record something and, and I might say uh, one word twice or something, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go back and I'll, uh, I'll edit all that out. Wow. <laughs> kind of gotten you know a little bit more used to just letting things slide but you know my OCD kicks in on the editing and man sometimes I just go a little too much but you know it you know a lot of people aren't really there to see me they're more there to see the knives so you it's know, I, I try to let stuff like that slide I think it's both you know what I mean um because even though we're all reviewing like similar gear I mean we're all part of Apex you know a lot of the people I have on here um, we're still telling the story or the review in a different way, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. that's what people like, man. And you know, if if they didn't, like they wouldn't watch another review on a knife they've watched, you know, before from yeah. someone else. But they do all the time. That's just what they do, right? And um, yeah. and that's crazy, you know, because I'm still, of course, new to it and all. But you know, the thing is, is you know, I see all these guys coming back and commenting on, you know. The, the same knife, you know, 20 different times, but, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's just a cool thing. It's the support that the community has, you know, it's, it's just unreal. You know, I didn't think I would find, you know, this community, I guess you could say, you know, once I started, but it's just been an awesome thing.
Yeah, yeah. I I sort of fell into it, you know, accidentally, like searching for tactical bags. Like I, I wanted a bag where I could like have tech gear in it. You know, I was I'm I'm still a, I'm not as much of a tech head anymore because I can't fucking afford it with the knives too. Like it's just not gonna work, you know. But um, I wanted a bag that had like uh, mole on the inside that mm-hmm. I could like put wires in for my chargers. You know, like the various like whatever. I carry two phones a day, like you know, one for multimedia, one for just you know, doing the uh, the updates and things like that. So I, I just wanted something that could handle all that. And I found Prepared Mind 101 reviewing a Raptom tactical bag. And then he, I was like, oh shit, this is only $40. Like, let me try it. And then I was like, yo, he reviews like pocket knives, like folding knives or what the fuck? You know, cause I, I, I've never dove into that world before. I always thought that like all knives were the same. And I would always buy the M-Techs and all that, like the craziest looking ones, you know, that have like shit action and shit steel that's going to like break really quick. And it was like less than $20 or like $20 on Amazon or something. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's what I was buying. And then um, and then the more I got into it, I kind of like understand it a little more now. I'm not as uh, spec heavy as most people. Actually, I was watching your videos today and I was like, damn, yo, he goes into it more than what I say (laughs) I don't like I forget to do like size comparisons I forget to say this runs on bearings all I forget all this stuff and I'm just being silly and that's like my favorite thing to do right now but like I was saying before everyone does their own thing differently you know Um, that's awesome to see for me you know I I, not so much that I like to copy people but I, I love seeing other ways people do things and then trying to take it and make it my own, you know, yes, that's, just, that's great. That's uh, that's one thing, you know, at first, you know, I, I was slow to speak. I, you know, I was camera shy basically, you know, and nobody was watching of course, but the thing was, I just, I could not make the words come out of my mouth. And honestly doing the videos has helped me with that a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, I feel like it's made me a better speaker. Um, like even, uh, you know, I, I mean, I work at A-List CBD, which is a CBD shop my family owns. Shout out to A-List CBD. But um, I feel like doing podcasting and making like reviews and unboxings and things like made me better at talking to people because I'm like used to using all these words. So, yeah, you know, I mean, um, articulate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for real. It really does. Like, I, I think that is just like um, a positive side effect of doing YouTube videos is you become like this, like better speaker than like the average person because you're talking all the time. Right. So it's like, it's really cool. Uh, how do you, how, how often do you post a week? Like I was looking at your upload rate. Is it like, maybe like three times a week, I'd say or I try to I try to post one at least every three days. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll post four. You know, I I have plenty of knives to do so, but you know, I really, you know, I try to squeeze it in whenever I can. Basically, you know, it, it's uh, I'm I'm still kind of getting everything set up as far as my lighting and all that goes. So I, I think once I I get all that taken care of, I'll probably post a little bit more. Yeah. Are you using natural light? Is that like your uh, thing right now, or do you actually have lights? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I have a, a couple of little lights. I have like the ring lights and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dirk Warning actually shared a few different things with me the other day that he bought for himself. And he has, you know, his videos are, are great quality. You know, there's no glare on the satin blades or anything like that. Yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm trying to actually get some of that now to 
you know, try and make things a little bit better, you know, but the natural light has kind of worked for me so far, Yeah. but you know, we have so many hours a day to, you know, if I feel like making a video at midnight, then I'm screwed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what, when do you tend to make uh, your videos? Uh, what time of the day usually? Usually around lunchtime. Uh, so I see. About yep. you know, one o'clock. I usually, um, I usually do mine in the morning, like as soon as I, uh, you know, like before I head out for work, that's really the only time because Monday to Friday is when I try to schedule all these podcasts. Like actually what's yep. crazy is I used to get burnt out at this point. So what used to happen on the, on with the podcasting and the videos is they would get to a, a point where like I podcasted all week, like once a night, which I did this week actually <laughs> like mo monday wow. i had uh yeah i did i i had metal complex i had um a guy from uh, fall raven you know that uh, outdoor company he works at the retail oh, yeah. space in new york city they sell like james brand essies morris and all that stuff so we talked about that and like what it's like working through covid and all that right and then i've got you tonight um i have another podcast on sunday which i do for my patreon with kelly and like i mean that's dude that's like almost two hours like each <laughs> like maybe and usually i get burnt out but i think i've gotten like my groove going right now and um i, I was pretty hyped to to get back and, and talk to you today man yeah i appreciate it yeah me too man i've been looking forward to it since we talked about it actually <laughs> you know the, the thing is i i try to keep up a certain pace you know as far as posting goes but sometimes it just kind of works out you know whenever i have time at the moment you know mm -hmm. uh I have no shortage of knives to review, that's for sure. But, you know, is <laughs> I guess it's just my schedule, you know. I, yeah. My kids are in school during the day and stuff like that. So, you know, usually that's when I have my time to be able to do my things, you know. But I tell you what, I'm constantly flipping one, though. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, no matter what I'm doing, I'm, I'm con I constantly have one in my hand. It's just, what is that, uh, a Manix 2? Yeah. This is yeah. the s nice yeah i did so, a uh yeah. i had a broken tipped para 3 lightweight and i think oh, wow. i think i did a pretty shit job still <laughs> like i resharpened it today but i i like i like snubbed the nose you know what i mean you know you know when you do that when you like go in too much and i was using a kme and uh because it was completely chopped off my yeah. homie um lefty edc must have dropped it or, or chipped it and then i didn't have a lot of time because i'm like you know, I, I, I'm at A-list CBD. That's where my sharpener is. Because most of the time, yeah. I'm there. Monday through Saturday, I'm there. Monday through Friday, I'm there 12 to 8. And then on Saturday, I'm the 12 to 6.30. So, like, all my time is there. So, during the slow hours this is when, like, I'll edit videos or, you know, do this. So, I'm, like, in the shop doing this. I'm, like, hi, hold on one second. I'll be right there with you. I'm, like, sharpening a knife. People, like, freaking out. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of, like, rounded it out. Like, there's definitely a, a tip now. But... Yeah, I'm pretty happy that I, I knew what that knife was because for a second I was like, is that the Mannix too? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I tell you what, I, I did that one time. I just got my work sharp and I was still yeah. trying to figure it out. And of course, I used one of my favorite fixed blades. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sharpen this bad boy. Right <laughs> across, yeah. it has no tip whatsoever. Oh, oh is that the, um, that's the grinder one, right? That you could freehand yes. if you want. I have that. I have that one too. It's pretty crazy. 
Yeah. It's pretty it, crazy. It, it will burn up a knife quick if you're not yes. careful. Yes. 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 I've, I've had a lot of like, like I sharpen it too much and then it'll get like rounded out. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, or like, it'll be really sharp, but it like took too much off. So it looks kind of funny. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Dude. Exactly. I, I know, Yeah. I've yeah. actually, you know, here in yeah, like the past year, I've actually gotten to where I'm starting to use more ceramics and man, I tell you what, I've gotten to where I can put a sick edge on a blade and, you know, pretty much all Free the hand? knives that come in, except for like the, uh, you know, like the apex knives, you know, anything from a company or manufacturer, I don't, you know, I don't touch those, yeah. but you know, if somebody loans me a knife and it comes in and it's dull, I'll put a, <laughs> a pretty yeah. sick edge on it. For it you Are know? you using a uh, freehand or? Yes. Wow. Right now I'm freehanding and I have, I have a, an awesome set of uh, ceramic rods that I use. And, you know, there's actually three different types. Of, there's a, a real fine one, of course. And, and man, I paid a pretty good amount of money for them, you know, for being ceramic rods. But I tell you what, they just, yeah. I've never seen them sharp until I started using these ceramic rods. Like, I thought I knew what sharp was. Yeah. Damn. Have you been checking out um, Jared from Neves Knives? He's been super into sharpening lately. Yes, um, yes. he's really good at it. He's really I, good. I'm, I'm, this is the second time I've talked about this, but like, um, but people won't hear about it until it's out, I guess. I, yeah. I had this guy, Blade Chops. I don't know if you've ever checked him out on Instagram. So I had him on my podcast uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I had this, like, while we were doing the podcast, I had this crazy idea. And I was like, bro, would you be down if I sent you a knife, you did your chop thing on the blade and the scales, and then we'll, then you'll ship it off. And, and while you're doing that, you're going to create content for it, right? Yeah. Then you send it off to Richie and Lindy Lou to get, mm-hmm. the, to get, the, to get a wash or whatever they want to do on the blade to anno the, um, the titanium scale. And then the last part of it goes to Jared at Neve's Knives. He's going to put an edge on it. And then we'll have a mega like podcast of all of us together. And we're going to talk about each thing along the way. And I, I set it up, bro. I already sent the knife out. Everyone agreed to it. So it's going to be gonna crazy. Be it's, gonna, it's a ZT0450CF. And it's going to be so insane. Like I'm so hyped for it. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot. That's like... Yeah, I, I think it's going to be cool. And, and I was watching like some of Jared's videos and I'm like, damn, dude, this guy got so good at this. Like, what the fuck? He's like doing like drawings on a notepad. Like, yeah, imagine this is your edge right here. And I'm like, when did this happen? You know? Yep. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, I, I've actually watched quite a few of his sharpening videos, man. He has his own little technique and, and you know, he does it well. Yeah. And that's one thing that, that got me. I tried doing it other people's ways and you know trying this and they're like oh well you know do it this way and i'll try it and then you know it never worked out for me so i was like okay let me let me just reset let me figure out what works for me yeah. and yeah it, i tell you what now all my knives are just just razors every one of them wow how long does it take normally let's say like you have an s35 en blade three inch how long would that take you to put an edge on that Five minutes. Tops. Five minutes. Five minutes. Like, what degrees do you usually put it on? Like twenty. 
20. Yeah, that's usually what I do. That's the most like kind of like all around one. Um, yeah. Since I'm mostly cutting cardboard, you know, I'm like, let's just go with 20. Yeah. You know, you know, if I, if I was, uh, you know, sharpening something, you know, big like this, you know, I'd probably yeah. do a little bit less. Dude, you know, what is that? <laughs> that's an, uh, the uh, Milgard's Messner uh, Viking. Oh, that's is that from the group? Uh, yes. Yes, oh, this to uh, Kyle Lampier. Yeah. Yep. Holy crap, that looks so badass. Dude, it is a guillotine. Like, I mean... Oh, my <laughs> God. Bro. Yo, that looks so crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, I was, like, going to opt for it, right? But, like, I'm so broke that he was like, oh, you got to put insurance on, on this. And I was like, man, I don't know if I should get it. I, I, I did... Uh, joined the Paragon Warlock one because I really, I've always oh. wanted to check that out. I used to watch Lugermonger and he would do all this fucking Paragon Warlock yeah. stuff. And I was like, I have to try that, you know? Um, how, how, how did uh, you get into the Apex Pass Round group? Did Blade Bait Banner just all of a sudden approach you or like, how did that start? I, I had heard it uh, mentioned once or twice. And, you know, I'm, I'm of course, I, I was curious. So I started looking at it and, um, I've been on the blade forms for a really long time and mm -hmm. uh, just started reading. And uh, eventually I, turns out I was already following uh, uh, David on YouTube. And mm -hmm. so I finally just reached out to him. I was like, look, you know, Hey, uh, what do I need to do to get in on this? I'm like, look, yeah. I, you know, shipping's not a problem. I, you, know, yeah. if, you know, if I get 20 knives at a time, shipping's not a problem. I said, look, I'm just, a, a lover of knives, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I have to personally see things, you know, I'm basically, you know, if uh, something new comes out, I'd rather like see it, check it out before I buy it, you know, um, mm -hmm. and that really helped me as far as like with the pass around group, you know, certain brands that I've never seen before, you know, I've actually been able to check out and, you know, see the quality that these, uh, that these brands, you know, have, and, you know, that's, that's really, that's really helped me out in the long run, as far as my purchases go, because, you know, I know what to look for, what not to look for now. And, you know, it's, man, it's, it's unreal. You know, there's yeah. much more people out there that's more knowledgeable about this stuff than me. You know, I'm, of course, I've been collecting knives for 30 something years. You know, I just here recently started getting into the uh, reduce and refine Part, mm -hmm. you know where mm -hmm. you know, trying to sell off a lot of uh, older stuff that i've been having a while and you know getting in on some of these you know newer designs that are coming out because you know there's uh manufacturers or not manufacturers but designers out there like you know asher knives you know i, didn't oh, I love them. them i'm glad you mentioned them i got to check out only the silva fell in love oh, with really? it, bro. fell in love with it I i'll send you a few yeah, yeah, please, please. Look, I, I'd have never found these people, or, you know, uh, Justin, Justin Cotton, mm -hmm. he's a really awesome guy, but I'd have never found them if I hadn't joined the Apex Pass Around and, mm -hmm. you know, just started learning more and more about knives. It's, it's yeah. kind of, I guess it's not only helped me in my purchases and stuff, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's really opened me up 
to more brands, you know, yeah. not just like Spiderco and right. Bench, stuff like that. Benchmade, you know. You know? Yeah. No, and you know what's crazy is like the Apex Pass Around group gets a lot of really good shit, man. Like they get a lot. Yeah. We get a lot of good stuff, bro. Um, you know, like when I, I've told the story before, but when Blade Banner approached me, I thought he was I didn't think it was Blade Banner. I thought he was this other like page, like Blade something that like was kind of weird, like kind of like a weird dude. Um, not someone that we know. It was like like a one off kind of like person that, you know, used to hit me up back in the day. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'd be down to join your group, you know, like. You know, I'm not going to review clones or anything or like, you know, I'm not going to do Ganzos, even though I have some of those. And he was like, oh, this is the companies we work with. And it was like Wii Knives, Kaiser. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm sorry. I was like, yep. I'll join right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. So funny. Yeah, man. Yeah. They get a lot of cool stuff, you know. Um, he's definitely done a really good job of, of organizing us, too, because I'm so yeah. scatterbrained that i'll i'll be like oh my god i forgot to send this out and like he'll send me he's like hey bro you gotta you know send a <laughs> i take so long to send I, could not, over. I could not do all the work he does I, I, there's he's no so way good. he just he just does so much and yeah. i mean it's unreal you know yeah. he's, he's on he yeah. is on it 100 <laughs> and man i can't i can't nothing but respect that you know mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 he designed the Solaris too, like while taking care of all of us. Like what? Yeah, I that is probably one of the smoothest button locks right now, I think, you know? Very smooth. Yes. No lock stick at all. It's just really smooth. Look, when you know, when I first seen it, you know, just pictures and you know, a couple videos, you know, I was impressed because I, I love the uh, I love the design. I love yeah. the forward choil. It's just something that that sells me instantly on a knife, yeah. pretty much. But then you know, I had the uh, red pivot collar, and then yeah. you know, once I got this thing in hand, I was like, oh shit! I was like, this is probably one of the nice nicest knives I've seen in a while. You yeah. know, and as far as not just nice looking. But, yeah. you know, all around action, you know, yeah. everything about it is just sweet. I'm just, I'm blown away. You know, yeah. you definitely did right by that. Yeah, the fidget factor on that is is what got me the most. I mean, that's very important to me because that's like kind of like all I do most of the time is just like flip my knives, yep. use the thumb studs, flick it open, try to do tricks with it, not drop it. Like that's like mm -hmm. some of the fun of it. You know what I mean? So, and that one is like just so easy to, to play with, you know? Thicker than a Snickers, though. That's what I'm. That's the only thing that I have to say about it. A little thick, a little, a little bit thick, yo. With three C's, T H I C C C. Yeah, I tell you what, you yeah. know, once I I sat there and I was like, okay, how many ways can I open this thing? And I literally so sat many. there for like forty minutes just figuring out. That, you know, I went through the five finger Spidey flick challenge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, I've just been nothing but impressed this night, one hundred percent. I actually, uh, I'm supposed to be sending this to uh, D-Tom, but I actually lost a little bit of footage uh, on another night I'm supposed yeah. to be sending off. So I had to uh, re-record uh, re everything. So yeah. I'll be sending it out tomorrow. I'm going to cry, though. What do, you, what do you record with? Uh, just your phone? I have a, a Nikon camera. And, oh, uh, dude, you're more advanced than me, bro. <laughs> I only use yeah, my phone. Like That's it. I only use my phone. I edit on my phone. Everything is on the phone. Everything. Um, I'm, I actually edit yeah. on my phone too. What do you use to edit? I'm using the camera. Uh, 
what is it called? Uh, is it on iPhone or Android? Android. It's by oh. Adobe. Man. Oh, Not Pixel Loop. Uh, Lightroom. No. Uh, uh, oh, man. it's the it's. I know what you're talking about. I've used it before. Yeah. Um, um, shit, I can't remember it now. It's it's Adobe. Something. I, I went blank. <laughs> yeah, but it's on your phone though, right? Yeah, I yes, use... I film. I film with the the camera, then I'll put the memory card in my phone and sit there and do all wow. the editing. Wow, that's. I mean, that's. But, you know, I used to. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I uh, mean that's. that's I, I what used I... to produce. I... <laughs> People it's are going to be like, "What the fuck is wrong with that?" <laughs> all right, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I used to produce music and stuff, so I'm really uh, familiar with things like Ableton and Soundforge and. and Fruity Loops and all that stuff. So, yeah. You're blowing my fucking mind right now. You know that, right? Because I used to produce music too. Like, I used to DJ and produce music for 10 years. And all I did was, like, live on Ableton, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And holy crap. I don't know why I stopped either. I don't know why I stopped. Just one day, I just stopped. You know, I, I, I played over... Five six hundred shows, something like that, and then, wow. just, and then just what day, did you play? Oh man, I was house break beats. It, it just get depends. the fuck out of here! I would never have pegged you for that, bro. That's so crazy. That is, I dude, you you are like this level of cool right now, and you're like you're like past the screen. <laughs> That's insane. I I was. So like I did a lot of like uh, I did I played house I played progressive you know I got into the whole like complex drove shit I got into I played dubstep I like played a lot of the festival type stuff I even spun at EDC man like it's really crazy. yeah I spun at EDC I spun at all the big clubs in New York I went on tour in Cali like I did wow. a bunch of stuff and like the here's the reason why I stopped right some gigs I was making like three grand an hour. But yeah. then, like, for two months, I would get no gigs. Yeah. That's not yeah. good. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, and that's I, kind of what got, you know, that's yeah. kind of what made me uh, get away from it. You know, I yeah. had, uh, I was just getting to where I had a booking agent. And oh, then, that's sick. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. Things didn't really work out with him. You know, he was getting me gigs, but he wasn't fighting for me as far as the money side goes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's certain things when you go out of town and you go play at a party, like say, I don't know, Vegas, you know, yeah. there's expenses that go along with it. You know, if yeah. you only get two, three grand, you know, if you have to pay your expenses, then yep. you're broke when you're coming home, you know, especially yep. you go Vegas or to something Vegas, like that. Dude, forget it. Yeah. I'm going to spend three grand at the craps yeah. table, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the best gig I ever had, um, and and this guy is still my homie right now. His name is Guy, actually. Um, mm-hmm. He used to work for a company uh, called Riot Games. And they made the game League of Legends, okay? Which is one of the biggest games right now. There was a, a game convention called PAX East in Boston. Dude, they paid mm-hmm. for hotel. They paid for the train ride over from New York. Um, they paid for all the food. I got to hang out with Crystal Method all weekend. Do you know them? Dude, I was eating burgers with them. And like, just like eating at all these expensive restaurants, they had like company expense cards. That was the best gig I ever had. The best. Wow. Like it, it they, was. They put on the show. Yeah. And they paid us three grand. And, yeah. and I had, 
Still thinking about it. <laughs> Dude, me too. I just got it too right now. I was like, but after that, like things kind of dried up. And um, at that time, my sister-in-law had already hooked me up with a job, like a shipping. I was like a shipping manager, a logistics manager for a jewelry company, you know, paid pretty decent. Right. And it was steady. So it was really hard to like work um, all these hours in the office and then try to make music and then try to rush to the gig to and then I, I just I just you know and then me and my partner were like fighting um, and I, I just said like you know what I'm just gonna give it up like I think I was yep. like third I think I was 30 years old at the time and then yep. I was like I'm just gonna give it up and and I haven't looked back since but you know I got really depressed after I did that I didn't know it but I yep. think like my brain was just like had a need for an outlet for creativity yeah. and then i found youtube bro yeah. and youtube has yeah. fulfilled that need so much more than uh the nightlife scene did yeah like 100 percent. yeah 100%. it's crazy it's crazy bro i'm so glad that <laughs> it's like, like yeah, you know, dude that's like a fist bump right there that's so awesome bro so you know exactly like my pain man that's why it's crazy when you, you did the daily banger video and like, mm -hmm. I was thinking that you would have thought the same thing though, because like oh, when yeah. someone is like, that's a banger, bro. You know, it's like that festival banger, the big, exactly the big, um, big room house, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I thought it was at first too, 100%. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, I think it had a lot to do as well with my daughter being born. Once she was born, I was like more like, you know, I have to be home. You know, I can't be out, you know, three days, four days a week. You know, it's just, you know, it, I guess, uh, I guess I got old. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Same, same, man. I, I was like, I have to do something, you know, like at the time that I pursued it, like I moved back home, like with my mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? For Asians, it's not very uncommon for that, you know? And like my mom had a big crib, you know, she oh, yeah. was like, yo, I, I was leaving a job that I was making a shitload of money in. And um, I was like, mom, I'm going to quit. I'm going to follow this DJ thing. Cause at that time I was playing with all these big names and I was like, you know, let me just do it. Cause if I don't, I'll regret it for the rest of my life that I never tried. I had a shot that most people would want. And, um, but I had to, I had to grow up, bro. You know, I was like, oh, fuck, it's not panning out like, um, you know, like quick enough. And I'm glad though, because it was kind of toxic in a way, like that life. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, like I'm 39 years old right now. And like, this is the healthiest I've ever been. And like, yeah. I'm working so fucking hard, bro. Like I work six days a week and then like maybe 40, uh, 40 plus hours or more is used on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, and Twitter, and, like, I'm trying to come up, some days I, I'm not snappy on the reels, and, like, everyone expects me to be, to be funny, you know, yeah. um, you ever feel burnout or anything like that with YouTube on your, on your journey yet, or? Some, uh, man, you know, there's been certain times, you know, that I've, that I've just been, like, you know, why am I doing this, and that's not really, I, I guess it's not really about the knives, or, you know, me per se, how I feel is more getting discouraged over, you know, just trying to get to that first thousand, you know, just, yeah. I, I think once I get to the, uh, to, you know, being monetized, I think it will just kind of, I don't know, my OCD gets to me a lot, you know, yeah. I, I got that, you know, 
I think yeah. once I make it to that thousand, uh, I'll probably, you know, like like kind know. of be a little easier on yourself. You think? Yeah. yeah. You know what's it's funny? Really... That it's funny you say that because I think that's what happened to me. Like I got to a grand, and then. I saw because I'm not even monetized right now and I could be I have a Patreon and that brings in some money. But honestly, like I made the Patreon for the people that really fuck with the channel the most. I could like because basically my Patreon is Kelly and me watching these like outrageous videos that we find on the Internet that I could definitely not show on YouTube. And like the audience, you know, like they follow along and, and I get comments like, dude, these videos are so wild. And that's like my Patreon. It's, it has nothing to do with knives. Like every week I have Kelly open like four knives and that's for like maybe two minutes. The rest is just watching these videos. But as far as monetization goes, I really don't have anything. Um, uh, but I, I back to the whole like perfection thing. I watched a video from this like uh quote unquote, like YouTube guru type guy that gives advice to people. And he was like, perfection is poison on YouTube. And I, that resonated me so heavy because at that top uh, part of like this whole YouTube journey for me, I was like editing so much that a knife review was taking me like six to eight hours to finish one. And I was like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this when I have homies like metal complex and slicey, like, posting like seven times a week, 12 times a week, you know, even Nick Shabazz, he was like, my growth has always been slow and steady. But in yeah. the beginning, I had to post a lot more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, 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 yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I stopped cutting out so much. You know what I mean? And, and I, by doing that, I really found myself like my, uh, camera persona quote unquote or whatever and and the podcast too like helped a little bit of people understand like oh that's just how ray talks you know so yeah just keep going bro like keep going keep in mind like you're gonna fuck up if you do rather than like going into the edit and doing something crazy just try to be like funny about it or you know your own way your own way of kind of like just getting past it because it'll definitely be a hindrance if you get too heavy on that yeah yeah. And see, that's one thing that I, I'm working on myself is is not, you know, over editing and, you know, making it to where it's just, you know, I mean, look, like I said, a lot of people are, are more there to see the knives than me. You know, I suck. <laughs> I just, you know, no, dude, yeah. I'm telling you, you're 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 good. You've got your own thing going on. That's why I asked you on here. Mm-hmm. Um, you. you know, uh, there, there are people I've, I've never heard of even that are outside, outside our Apex Passaround group, like Wayne Sharp World. And like this dude is putting in the work, too. Right. And you're yes. doing the same thing, man. You know, if you think about it in like five years, right, like gradually you are increasing. Uh, you're getting better at, at, at your, your YouTube craft. Like you just got to keep going. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I'm uh I'm definitely gonna stick with it, you know. I mm-hmm. it's I've I'm starting to uh, find my niche, I guess you can say. But uh, it's it's um I don't know the the way I started, I just kind of threw myself into it. So it, it was kind of a lot, you know, to to deal with it first, as far as you know the different stuff I needed to do to make my channel better. But mm-hmm. now it's kind of becoming just you know like a like a reflex, basically, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, my editing, I might spend 30, 45 minutes editing 
at the most now. And mm-hmm. before, yeah, I would spend hours. I mean, it would all day, every day. <laughs> and I posted every day for like two months straight. Yeah. But now I've kind of, you know, backed off and and more quality than quantity, I guess. Yeah. Say. Yeah. I mean, I watched uh, three of your latest videos and like it's there. You know, whatever yeah. that thing is that's working for you, it's there, dude. Just keep doing that. Um, when did you start seeing like an uptick in like subs, like people commenting? Like, did you change something or it just kind of just happened? Or maybe the algorithm found you? Like, what do you think happened? Ah, man, I think uh, I think it was the intro. I, I, yeah. I, I just I think it's just that that short little freaking intro right there at the beginning just i don't know i guess it catches people's attention yeah. you know and, and uh more than you know just me coming in you know hey what's up you know and then <laughs> it kind of gives a little more substance to my videos you know so I, I really think that's uh what's catching people's attention you know as i guess a lot of people can kind of relate to it i guess yeah yeah i i think that's it man you know you just put your own little like touches on it and you know like personality goes a long way like you have that though you know what i mean like you may not that's the thing it's like i also didn't think that when i first when i did my first video and then i was like oh fuck i have one you know what i mean like and i just like went all just go all in on yourself whatever you feel like saying whatever you feel like doing and then it's gonna work out um are, are there any knives that you have been loving lately that you've been carrying a lot yeah (laughs) <laughs> this Ooh. one right here this is the mkm clap by uh oh. bob terzuala oh yeah yeah yeah. bob terzuala is it terzuala is it terzuala i don't know <laughs> something like that <laughs> i'm not sure how to pronounce it but yeah this thing has just been i mean this thing's awesome yeah. i actually i actually was supposed to be sending this to jared and um, I had it boxed up and it fell behind my seat. And I literally just found it today. I thought I shipped it last week. To oh, him. shit. Was he so, like expecting it? Like, hey, bro, like it didn't come. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't reached out to him yet because I figured he had it by now. So I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually going to have to text him in a little bit and oh, let him know man. that uh, he'll be on the way. I actually opened up the box and brought it out just for the uh, just for the show. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I've been, I've been showing this thing off a lot. This is the, uh, yeah, Wellington uh, red E slip joint. And uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be giving these, uh, to the group. Um, Mikhail All sent right. it to me first and he's going to have me keep them. And he was like, yo, send them to the group if you want. Uh, what sucks is like, um, like one of them was really off centered, right? <laughs> and you can't fix it. Uh, the black one. Is, so here's the weird thing. Okay. So the green one is really off center. You can't really tell here, but, um, and the black one is perfectly centered, right? Both of them have great action. I mean, this is like so much fun, dude. Oh, that yeah. is so much freaking fun to do. But then like the black one, like didn't cut that well. And I was really? 
yeah. And then I hit him up and I was like, yo, what happened? I feel like he's here listening to me. I was like, yo, what happened? And he was like, look, they're prototypes. I think the factory like rushed it out to get it to you because it has to ship from Denmark. And he was like, just sharpen it. It's 14C28N, you know, but I'm not like a really good sharpener either. So yeah. um, I, I told David, I'm like, look, um, I think we should just send the black one. And then if people want, they could put edges on it. It's 14C28N. It's going to be a breeze to sharpen. Um, and then I just want people to feel the action and the ergonomics and stuff. It's $65 slip joint with like, you're going to get two pocket clips with it. it it's, it's awesome. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good deal. Right? Yeah, it's cool. You know, you don't see this that often. You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. And what is that about Triple detent, quadruple detent. No, it's it's a it's a slip joint, right? So you've got the bar in the back, but then the blade has notches in it on the top. I can't really show it to you, and those notches catch the bar at different times. That's where you get that double like articulation thing. It's freaking smart. It that the way he he did it, you know, like the pocket clip. Also, I think it's only uh, secured with one screw which is like weird, but it's because there are two cutouts that go into the G10 here. So when you that. take the screw out from this side, you're going to reverse it and put it on that side and it screws in through that. So it, it's just, this is a lot of cool, like engineering type of things in it. You know, I mean, Mikkel Williamson is a big designer for a reason. And yeah. I think that people in the group would have fun with it. So I think the, this weekend I'm going to work on the review, the Kickstarter drops this weekend. And then uh, I think Blade Banner will make a, um, a thing for it, you know? Uh, but yeah, I think, I think people in our group would have fun with it. You know what I mean? It's just like, you could sharpen it too. It's mine. So just fuck with it as much as you want. You know, like, just don't break it. That's the only thing. <laughs> if you fuck the edge up, like, make sure you put one on for the next guy. And, and that's it. You know, I think it'll be a good one uh, to do. Um, uh, what's another knife that you've been uh, really into lately? Oh, I wanted to ask that. Since you like the uh, finger choils and stuff like that. You like Ferrum Forges a lot? Is that like, yeah, that's, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, Whoa. Yeah. Stasa did that one right there. Yeah. The, and, wow. Oh, is that the, uh, the stinger? Yeah. The carbon oh, fiber. I love that. I got to try uh, the G10 one. Love, love that one, man. So this awesome. is a sweet knife. They, they, they hit it out the park with mm -hmm. this one. What's your, uh, what specs are you looking for most of the time in a knife? Like what blade length, you know, what kind of scales do you like the best? Honestly, carbon fiber is my jam. I love some carbon fiber, you know, and like the uh, fat carbon fiber or marble carbon fiber, you know, they, they're doing some really great things with the carbon fiber these days. But, you know, honestly, I gotta say, G10. G10 I like is G10 just a lot now. It it just works, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have no complaints. Every G10 knife I own is just, you know, it's just butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like this, like this, you know, pair of two. It's just the the basic pair of two. But this is just an awesome knife, and yeah. you know, it, it. Whenever it gets wet, you know, it kind of gets a little bit more sticky. Honest, you know, my Carter does that, but this one right here, I've noticed, you know, when my hands start to sweat when I'm using it. It just, man, it's not going anywhere. And, yeah. you know, a carbon fiber backspacer on it, but uh, you know, that sticks up and adds a little bit more to it. But, mm -hmm. man, this is a solid knife. And 
I mean, you just can't go wrong with G10. Yeah. How about, how about blade length? Like what's your preferred like length? Honestly, in between, I guess to say about three, three and a half, you know, I don't, I I like a a decent size knife sometimes, but also, I also love the small one, you know, three and a half is probably my, yeah, my, uh, my go-to, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, yep. Yeah. Like, you know, say as far as like the asher knives you know they're they're perfect size for me i just i absolutely love them you know and look they got that new one coming out the spiro that thing just looks so sweet and uh i think uh i know i think he said he got a few of the samples in this week mm-hmm. but they should be uh on sale within a couple of weeks but wow. that's a good looking damn night and it's perfect size. Good like value too with Asher. Good value. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, it's like the uh like the century. You know, this mm-hmm. this thing sells for what 75 bucks. You, That's you crazy. Can, yeah, you That's cannot S35 VN, you know, perfect action, reversible pocket clip, ambidextrous. It's just That's awesome. And, and the harpoon, you know, I mean. Harpoons are in right now, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say, like, you, you've really been uh, liking G10 a lot because I had, like, I guess a breakup with titanium frame lock flippers. Like, I'm just not as into them as I used to be. I don't know if there's just too many. But yeah. um, some of the G10 models that have been coming out lately, like, they fucking slap, as the young kids say. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, like, I was like... You know, the young kids like, yo, G10 do be hitting different, though. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like 40 years old trying to be like 20. <laughs> it should be do, do be hitting different. No, but for real, like I have been liking G10 scales like more and more since there's just been so many titanium frame lock flippers. Actually, like with the whole like Blade Chops, uh, Lindy Lou, uh, Neves Knives collaboration, Mm-hmm. I had to really look, you know, because I had, first of all, I had to choose one with some kind of titanium on it so that Lindy and Richie could do their thing. Right. And then I had to find one that was long, of course, because you don't want to chop something that's three inches already, like, yeah. Yeah. you know? So yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I sent um, blade chops a, a, a couple of them. Cause he, he has like certain criteria that need to be met. Yeah. Because he, like he will chop the scale down too. That's yes. what I didn't know because when I would watch clips on his Instagram, I would mm-hmm. be like, why do they look so like why do they look factory? Yeah. I'm looking at a chopped you jumbo too, and I'm like, why does that look like Spiderco did it? And then he told me, he's like, Oh yeah, I chopped the scales too to make everything fit. I'm like, what? And, he, and then he told me what he uses to do it. Bro, he's doing all that shit by hand, basically. Yeah. Dude, he has amazing work like i yeah, you know insane. one of these new bug outs like the uh the chop bug out i, yeah. I absolutely have to have one of those yeah. and then i see post the uh the thresher the other day yeah looks awesome yeah it, it just looks crazy like like if you're hanging out with your knife buddies and like everyone's you know oh what do you got today whatever and you take one of his chops out be like what is yeah. that you yeah. know what I mean? Oh my god, I can't, I cannot wait, bro. I, I hope Blade Show 2021 happens, so I could bring this crazy collab, or you know, 0450 CF, like, and people are like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's modded by three I, people. Yeah. <laughs> I've been completely blown away 
with the yeah. stuff he posts. Like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't wait. I, I, yeah. I hope I'm able to get him something soon because mm-hmm. it's just, man. It, He's such a nice guy to too. Nice yeah. dude, you know, kind of like an old school skater guy. Uh, yeah. We're on the same age. Um, but yeah, just really chill really chill dude too man i i I was expecting something different but he was like yo what's up i'm like oh shit yeah very cool guy man um you know what channels do you watch the most like recently well uh you know i i actually you know i watch your channel um i uh i like knife junkie uh yes yes and Mm -hmm. um you know uh big red jb yeah watched him for a while now um yeah you know metal complex cool dude yeah uh slicey but uh another one just now coming out is uh knife whisper He's, oh yeah yes yep yeah i've been watching it he actually where is it he actually just sent me this this week oh shit what is that yeah this is the riot heat seeker and uh Tashi, Tashi Baruka, or something. I don't know how to say it last. <laughs> but it's just a absolutely beautiful knife. But uh, yeah, he has a he has a nice little following already, and you know he hadn't yeah. you know, been doing it just what a couple months now. But he's a really good guy. And, and, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. I'm I think thinking about little- having him on here. Like you know, yeah. like I, I've been watching him. So like there are certain channels like I watch. And I let him cook a little bit. You know what I mean? Because like, I want to see like the longevity, right? If I see yeah. somebody like posting consistently, they've reached a certain threshold. There's communicating with people. And he's, he's been starting to do that. Like yeah. he'll be, he'll hit me up on Instagram. And I'm like, because I want to make sure like this person is one of us. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he's a knife guy. It doesn't matter if he's up and coming. He's putting in the work. He's definitely into the hobby. Then I want to give him a platform, even though I'm not like, you know, like huge or whatever. Like I want to give him a platform to, you know, like progress. Right. And he's definitely one of the people that I've, I've been checking out. You know, you could tell him that. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely one of the people I've been. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was he, actually talking to him right before I came on. He was like, man, give me a shout out. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely checking him out. Yeah. Yeah. Just last week he was like, man, uh, I'm sending you this, by the way, and I was like, "No problem." But Sick, yeah, I like, dude, I'm blown away by this knife. I absolutely. Yeah, yeah I've know? never, uh, I've never tried anything by Riot. I, I think I did one time. They did a collaboration with oh, what's his name, man, Justin something, and he, they did the links. It was at mass. It's on mass drop. It was yeah. called the Lynx. It was like uh fuck, I forgot the name. I know Riot fucking manufactured it though. Yeah. I, I don't think I remember though. Yeah. Lynx, yeah, but, uh... it, it was uh it had like purple accents on it. Um any anyway, like that was the only kind of Riot sort of uh manufactured knife I've ever handled. So I was supposed to get the 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 tulai i think which is going around in the group right now but then kyle was like he hit me up and it was supposed to go to me and he was like bro my bad i got covid i don't know if you want me to send it to you and i was like i asked my 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 girl you know i was like yo like do you think i should get it you know because like my lung collapsed when i was 23 so like if i get it like i think i'll be i don't know i'm pretty fucking healthy bro you know what i mean like i work out like every day I, i i i do a bunch of shit but anyway like 
it's still, you don't know how it's going to affect you. And since I had a previous long injury, I don't know if, so I told them to like skip me. And I said, like, at the end, like, I'll check it out. And I felt kind of like a dick about it. You know what I mean? Like, like, Ooh, you have cooties like past me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I was supposed to check that one out. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get to, but yeah, man, uh, the knife whisperer, I'm going to, I'm going to talk, talk with him. Um, yeah, yeah I just had metal complex on here two days ago. Uh, yeah, he, he, he hit me up and, uh, it was so funny. We were talking about food and he was like, bro, have you heard of adobo seasoning? I put that shit on everything. And like, I, <laughs> I bought it today. <laughs> no, I, I, I've used it before because I'm, I'm Asian, but it was funny. That was one of the funny yeah. things he said. Yeah, you're so crazy. Um, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah I'm going to, I don't know when I'm going to release it. I have a bunch of crazy kooky stuff I've been doing with the podcast. Like for Halloween, I'm having um, misheard knife reviews. And this paranormal, paranormal, I don't know why I just slurred on that because of the whiskey, probably this paranormal investigator guy come on and we all love horror. Like Mr. Knife Reviews. Love. Oh, you love horror too, right? Bro. Yes. That just clicked with me right now. Okay. I, all right. So let, let's do this. Um, like what are, are you, is that like your genre of movies? That's like what you like to fuck with the most? Dude, I love 100%. horror, bro. I've been watching... 100% so much horror this month um and i'm not i never get tired of it the thing with horror is like when i finish one and i it hasn't filled whatever fucking void i have (laughs) like i have to watch another one yeah i've watched like maybe 17 movies in october there hasn't even been 17 days in october yet (laughs) it's crazy doubled up and and tripled up on a few this uh, yeah actually we watched I don't know, we watched like two last night, but yeah. Uh, yeah what did you watch nights, last night? Two or three. Uh, Ghost of uh, Grave Encounters. Oh, which one? Part one? Part two. Oh, part two. I, I like I like both it. of them. Yeah, we watched the uh, part one the night before. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Dude, you know, it's something about those uh, those low budget movies that uh, yeah. they, I don't know, something about that, that movie right there just kind of. I don't know. They did a great job with it, you know, with the budget they, did. they were. They did. You know, it's like seeing that. That that really goes a long way with me, you know. Yeah. So you but, like uh, watching uh like spooky ghost stuff the most? I mean, that's what freaks me out the most. Like none of the creature features, gore doesn't freak me out, like people getting autopsied alive. Like that does nothing to me. I like seeing it, right? I'm like, oh shit, I go like that. But when it comes to like freaky, like ghost stuff that could happen that yeah. is what gets to me but it doesn't get to me enough that's the problem the last yeah. time i got kind of freaked out i think like i think i was really high and i went to watch the ring like part one the american version yeah. right and this was yeah. like back then like when it first came out and yeah. um i was like oh shit you know like I, I just smoked a fat one and then like i watched it and i was like holy shit this is so crazy and that was actually one of the remakes the rare remakes that I felt was better than the original, yeah, the American Ringu. remake. Yeah, the Ring Ringu is okay, but I like the American remake of the Ring, like part one, like better than the original, yep. which which is crazy, you know. Yeah, but that's yeah. the last time I ever felt like I was looking behind to see, like you know. Yeah. 
You know what I yeah, mean? That was like uh, the grudge with me. You know, the, oh, the grudge. Shit. It, you know, the original was awesome, but man, it was something about that the uh, you know the American version when yeah. that girl head up in that closet and just yeah. looked around. <laughs> a bitch was right there in her face. <laughs> yeah, that Dude. still gives me nightmares. <laughs> yeah, there's you know, so you do watch um, like uh, cinema from other like countries too, right? Like yeah. you fuck with everything. Sure. That's really the only way to go, especially with horror. There's so much good shit like from other countries. I feel like they're bolder in some areas that America is not. You know what I mean? When it comes to gore and stuff, I feel like America goes all the way. But there are certain things that like maybe the Japanese or the Koreans or or, or even um, like 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 the French have some crazy fucking horror movies, bro. Like like Martyrs. Have you ever watched Martyrs? Dude, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yep. You know, French, you know, it's funny you say that. The French French films seem to have like a, a more of an eerie tone to me. Mm-hmm. Kind of, and, and man, I, you know, I like uh, seeing stuff that's, you know, in subtitles and all, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if, if like, uh, you know, they have the option available for you know English, for the dub. You know, English yeah yeah I'll do that but uh you know sometimes it just you know the subtitles kind of gets to me you know I'll be looking here and then looking there yeah. you know but I uh, you know it, it depends if it depends if the dub is good too because sometimes the dub is so bad that I can't yeah. you know because like especially now like I'm in this gauntlet of trying to get through at least one movie a day right and if I'm washing the dishes and I'm watching something on my tablet or on my phone, right? I can't watch a foreign movie, bro. You know? Yeah. So I, I will go for the dub at that point. But some movies are just dubbed so badly that I yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, you just, man, they just, I don't know. They take the mystique away, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. when, you dub, when they dub it like that. It's just, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's like, oh my God, she hung herself. You know what I mean? Like, I can't listen to that. You know I mean? Yeah, 100%. That kills it for me. That kills mm-hmm. it for me. But, you know, if it's done right, you know, 100%, I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I, I enjoy it. I, you yeah. know, I tell you what, I watched, uh, what was it, Train to Busan. Oh, Train to Busan. Yeah, I watched it for the first time the other night, man. And, and you know, it, it wasn't, you know, it was just all subtitles, but man, it was done right. And I absolutely loved it, you know? Yeah. Dude, my bad. But, my uh, cat just came here for some reason. Look at this. This guy is like massive. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's called, a, I mean, I've had him on my podcast before. He's called a ragdoll cat, so they can get up to 15 pounds. He's not fat, actually. This is the regular size. Frankie, say hello. Huh? You can, you can pick them up whenever you want. They don't care, like, what you do to them. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That was a first for the podcast. You've seen it here on EDCC. Cat fucks up the recording. No, I'm just kidding. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, but yeah, back to that was horrific for me right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankie. All right. Um, But yeah, man, when it comes to horror, like. What's the last like really good like sort of newish horror that that you've watched that um you know you you want to let people know about? Uh, last one. 
Yeah. Do you watch things on DVD or do you use the streaming services most of the time or like what do you fuck with it, more? It, yeah, I don't I don't do uh too many DVDs anymore. I'll do yeah, a same. lot of streaming services. It, mm-hmm. It's just easier, you know. Yeah. And, and cheaper too, you know. Yep. I mean Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you, I've got a stack of uh DVDs back mm-hmm. there that I don't even watch anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. And the, the the thing is with the streaming services, you you know, press two buttons and it's there, you know. Yep. You don't have to worry about scratching the discs or anything like that. <laughs> the uh, the last one I watched was Raw. Raw. Oh man, I'm trying to find like uh, where did you watch it? You paid for it or like what happened? Uh, I think I watched it. I think I watched it on Prime. I think okay. it was. I'm gonna um, look for that because I'm trying to find a place to stream that. Um. And I have Prime, I have Hulu, I have Netflix, I have Shutter even. So, but like I couldn't find a spot. Um, Raw is a good one. That's where the girl is like vegetarian, and then they make her eat meat, and she starts like fucking trying to eat people. Dude, fr- is it French? Huh? Is it French? Or is it? Uh, I forgot what language. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it, it was. It, it looks crazy. Yeah, it looked crazy. You know, I I want to watch that. I you know I like I like movies like that. You know mm-hmm. sometimes they're they're that good. You know they get my attention. But you know I really like the uh, James Wan. James Wan is one of my favorite directors. That dude, you know, it's something about his movies. You know, he, yeah. You know, Dead Silence. Dead Silence was crazy. You oh, know, that's the ventriloquist thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. I watched that in the theater way back. And like, I remember there was that one scene where like things would be like kind of playing backwards or something. And it was like really, yo, yes. yo, crazy, crazy. Yeah. He, he does a, an awesome job with his movies, yeah. you know, it's, you know, and like, say, as far as like the production companies, like uh, Blumhouse, Blumhouse yeah. is like one of my favorites, you know? Yeah, and, I like them. Yeah, they actually have a couple new uh, shows out on Prime right now for Halloween. Seen it. Seen it. Black Box and uh, The Lie, right? We watched Black Box last night, actually. Yo, bugged out. Bugged out. I was like, whoa. Yeah, Yeah, it seemed like a a Black Mirror episode. You like Black Mirror? You ever watched? Yeah. Dude, that's the one, man. It, yo, yeah. if you like horror, or like sci-fi or something like that, or you like them all molded into one, you got to watch Black Mirror. That is like, and it's so close to reality that you're it like, is. that could be going on right now. Like, yeah. we could all be on bikes trying to make money. Remember that episode where the guy is like... <laughs> that was crazy. When I first, you know, started Black Mirror, you know, mm-hmm. the first episode, you're like, you know, what the hell? Like, everybody's like trying to, you know, be like and shit you know? and <laughs> yeah. I was just like I was like man that was cringy to me you yeah. know I was just yeah. like you know what the fuck but it it you know it, it set a tone for the whole series that mm-hmm. just man I enjoyed it but, yeah uh, what is it? another one it's not really horror but sci-fi but uh raised by wolves love that show love already mm-hmm. finished it love it me too me too Dude, that show I is so I, good my mom watches it you know and she's 70 really? That should tell you something. <laughs> she loves it, bro. That show is so crazy. The uh, the main guy that played uh, in Vikings. Yeah, Lag- that- Ragnar Lothbrok. 
that dude is an awesome actor. Amazing. That dude is badass. Amazing. He's got but, the same like kind of tick thing going on, like that he yes. had in Vikings. Yes. Amazing actor, man. That that whole show really took me by surprise. Um, because I, I I thought that um shit, uh, there's like fucking flies all around here. I better drink my whiskey. <laughs> um, I thought that Lovecraft Country was gonna be the show that I would be kind of tuning into the most, which I do, right? I fucking love that show. It's crazy. Great. But Raised by Wolves like took me by surprise. Yes. I was like, this is insane. You know, like, yeah. When that freaking, uh, that big snake, whatever, flying snake. (laughs) Spoiler alert, yo. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But dude, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, where did that come from? Yep. Was not expecting that. Yeah. And then they ended it like that. And I'm like, oh man, I got it. You got to wait. You got to wait. You know what's crazy? I saw, okay, so in Raised by Wolves, the, um, I don't even know his name in, in the show, but like Ragnar's wife, she's in I a call movie. Him Ragnar. Yeah, me too. my mom calls it the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so she is in a movie called, um, uh, I think it's called From the Dark. It's an indie, right? And it's about this couple that is being terrorized by vampires and the, they're in this farmhouse. Dude, very well done. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, it, it's on Prime if you want to check it out. But uh, pretty cool, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, very well done movie. But yeah, Raised by Wolves, man, it's crazy. My mom was like, "Oh, the snake! It's like the big skull on the ground, you know, in the farm." You know, she's speaking all Filipino and shit. She's like, "The snake! It's the big one. <laughs> you know, the skull that they're always playing around." It's like that's what it is. <laughs> You know, I was wondering what all the all those bones and stuff mm-hmm. were, you know, because they were like just, you know, setting up camp around them. And, and yeah. I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, you're setting up a camp right here. But yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, something like that, you know, exists in that yeah. area. You know, I, I think I'd be uh, going down to the tropical zone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, this is mega spoiler alert because I've never had like a homie I could talk about this with on a podcast. So like people that do watch the show that have not finished it, you should turn it off right now. But like also like, do you remember when they analyze the creature's DNA and they were like, they're human? Like oh. what? And yeah. then and then on top of that, right? Like what the hell is wrong with Ragnar? Like he fed him the eye and he's all like fucked up. Is he going to yeah. become like a cyborg? Like we know that cybernetics can somehow become bioengineering, like because she got pregnant. So yeah. what's going to happen to him? Like, is he going to become a, a necromancer? That's what they're called, right? Like, I, you know, I, yeah, I was wondering, you know, because they, the Saul or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. you know, they, they, that's who he thinks is, is talking to him the whole time. You know, he yep. thinks that he was a non-believer when yeah. it first started, you know, and then like towards the end, that's why his wife left him because she don't believe, you know, and yeah, he, yeah, yeah. crazy. But that that's one thing that, that I've been wondering this whole time, who the hell it has, has been talking to him, yeah. you know, and controlling everybody like yeah. puppets throughout this whole show. That's just, I don't know. I think it's possible. This is like my whole theory with it is that we think right now since it's season one that this God or whatever Saul, yeah. right, is like kind of this malevolent being. But mm-hmm. I think what's going to end up happening 
is that voice is actually preparing them to combat something even more sinister. That's what I want to happen, actually, you know. But yeah, a lot of things could happen in that show, and I think it's gonna be really good, man. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking waiting, you know. I, I was hooked. Like I'm downloading episodes, watching them on the train. Like it's yep. just a crazy, crazy show. Um, actually, like a guy that uh, this dude crispy things with a ch. His name is Chris. He has a channel on YouTube. He reviews like knives, wallets um vinyl horror action figures like really dope channel pretty big he's like a 30k i think right now um he he was the one that like like uh put me onto it he was like yo that show is like awesome i'm like what okay i gotta check it out you know so yeah i have not been disappointed um did you see get out yes yes yeah that was good yeah masterful Masterful. jordan to be that good of a director i I know and you know, like, and I, I love Key and Peele. I mean, that yeah, was just... Yeah, it's so weird. funny. You know, I just... I, I've never seen him making that transition to pretty much a full-on horror director. You know, yeah. it's just... I guess he found he found his niche, you know? I mean, yeah. he was he's like, good at it. He's like, you guys think I'm a comedian? Cool story. I'm going to go win the Oscar right now. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, what? No, and then I it's haven't seen his new one, though, Antebellum. Like, I haven't checked it out yet. I have not. Um, there is something that he's working on right now. Oh, it's a uh, Lovecraft Country is his shit, right? I mean, no, is it? Is it produced by uh, what is it called? Monkey Paw Productions? Yeah, yeah. I think it uh, is, I man. I think up. it's his. Yeah, but that's why I really like it a lot. You know, it's just it's like every episode feels like a new like story. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like two episodes ago that the, I was not expecting the. Uh, oh was the 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 wife of the uncle yeah she ends up going away for like like 200 years planet. i mean what the hell (laughs) you know that kind of shit you know really draws me in you know it kind of you know it keeps me interested and look that episode was insane you know she comes in and then all of a sudden she's got some implants in her arms and then you know (laughs) some you know 80 foot tall Shaka Khan. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like Diana like, Ross. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, Dude, was, that was so crazy. awesome. Yeah, that yeah. was so awesome, man. I love that. Like, I love being surprised like that. I think when a horror does that, or a movie in general, when it does something that I can't predict is when I love it the most. Because I've watched so many movies that I'm like, I, I know what this is. Um, do you have Hulu? Not right now. Okay. All right. I was going to recommend some, like it was a Korean flick that it's not horror, but it was like done very well. Um, yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if you ever watched that movie, Hardcore Henry. It was like first person. Yes. Most of the, okay. So that was done kind of okay. It was a cool movie, but imagine yeah. a movie like that where they do scenes that way, but done masterfully. But, you know, because the yeah. Koreans got some of the best cinematography, like right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're laying yeah. down some of the best shots. Um, and these motherfuckers can cry, like, at, at, at a, on a whim. Like, and, and the worst actor can cry better than an American actor. Like, so uh, there's this movie called The Villainous that I just watched with my girl. And, and I've been recommending it to everybody. It's so insane. It's like, it's like a hardcore Henry. Like she's an assassin, like trying to start a new like crazy movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it, it's very refreshing. 
to find fucking uh horror people you know i i i've yeah. been uh so how many uh have you been checking out a lot of horror like this month is that like what you've been doing are you keeping that tradition like most of us horror folks do that hey, i've been you know it at least two a night so far yeah but uh you know i watch them all the time you know as fast as i can get them i watch yeah them. but you know halloween is just it's in the air you know yeah are you doing anything for halloween this year or like i mean you have a kid so like yeah uh i i actually i'm not sure we uh we usually go to uh a certain spot and go trick-or-treating and yeah. all but uh this right year now, we probably yeah else. yeah yeah given everything that's going on you know it uh it pretty much yeah i don't know it one of the neighborhoods we go to there's literally like thousands of people that show up so uh, I don't think that would be, you know, too smart. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, cause you don't know, you know, like it's like, that's a thing. Like there are some people that I've ran across uh, in the night community that are like, Oh, this whole shit is fake or whatever. Right. And I'm like, no, but then like slicey dicey fucking got it. And they're like, Oh, it's just the flu. I'm like, no, that's not. Cause I got the flu this year, yo. And it's not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a very weird thing. I, I think the, the thing that scares me the most about this pandemic stuff is like giving it to my mom. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like if I get that shit, I'm going to be fine. You know what I mean? I, maybe I'll get a cold for like three days and then I'm good. You know, I just have to quarantine for a little bit. But if I ever like got my mom sick, she's like yeah. older, bro. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't I'm want that. And And that's, you know, from what I know, obviously I'm no you know, expert about it, but you yeah. know, it, it, the older people are the ones that are, it's actually killing. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's scary. You know, that, I mean, I, I, you know, I've always talked about, you know, preparing for a pandemic and, and stuff like that, but you know, you can't prepare for something like this, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can, you know, stock your house with food, buy ammunition, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, so an airborne disease, you know, it's just, you know, you, you can't, you can't pre- prepare at all for that. And one that's targeting, you know, older people, that's just, I don't know. That, that's, yeah. I mean, it targets like whoever, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't know who it's going to target because like I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've had, I've heard like stories from people that were like really fit. I mean, like work out like two hours a day, every day doesn't miss a day good diet like fucking just a beast right and they're getting fucking really sick from it they're like in their 30s so i'm like it really depends and they haven't narrowed that down so like as much as i hate wearing masks i fucking wear it you know because i don't know what's going on and that's just where i'm at with it man as uh has that affected like your work at all or anything like that yeah uh yeah pretty much i mean you know there was what three months or something where we just sat around the house and did nothing, you know, too, I mean, it, was, it was crazy, but I mean, <laughs> you know, at that time, you know, it really wasn't, you know, didn't know that much about it. And, you know, all we heard was, you know, it's coronavirus, uh, you know, it spreads easily. It, it, it could be airborne and stay home. And then we were just, you know, no problem. You know, I, you know, trying to play it smart and stay home and, you know, keep ourselves away from all that, you know, that that's really hard on not just, 
a, a person, but like families and stuff like yeah. that, that constantly together. And, you know, that, you know, I, I've heard of a lot of different, you know, people and like boyfriends and girlfriends, like splitting up, you know, yeah. because they found out that they cannot constantly be around each other, you know, and, and it's through the pandemic that, you know, that, that yeah. caused it. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, is that, I mean, my girl and I talked about that like the other week and it was like, I, I almost feel like we get along better because this happened, which is like yeah. really odd. But I think the people that are kind of like meant to be together, that's what happened because yeah. uh, we ended up just like switch, you know, like altering our routines to kind of like match with the other person. And like, you know, my girl and I like never fight, bro. And um, it was, it's just, it was just kind of weird, you know, um, we're, we're, we're not, I, I think the, the thing is she has her own thing, which is like, she sells like succulents, you know, yeah. I'm the plants and shit, shout out to happy go sucky on Instagram. That's not sexual. That's her page. Um, yeah. Like she, she does that like all the time. So when she's not working at the gym, she works at Equinox. She's a personal trainer. She's doing that. Like when I got home today, she was like, uploading shit on at on etsy and she since she has that and i have youtube and instagram and all this stuff like we yeah. kind of like have our things separate from each other but yeah. then we always uh rendezvous in the crib somewhere to kind of just talk and chill and i think that's really why we get along you know where yeah. most people don't have that thing you know what i mean yep yeah it, it, you know especially like you know during this pandemic you know everybody you know just it really was a test for a lot of people, you know, yeah. it's, I don't know, you know, there, there's nothing good going to come of the pandemic, obviously, but you know, it's a, a lot of other things that people don't think about that has really become a problem, you know, the finances and yep. just, you know, it, you know, there's a lot of bad things that come along with it. And I don't know, I just hope we get past all that bullshit here. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm, I'm over it. But yeah, me too, man. I'm just like, fuck, you know, like we got to get back to work and shit like that, which is weird to say for somebody that lives in New York City, because a lot of people yeah. that live here are still like really scared to go outside. And I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm outside six days a week. It's fine. Just be yeah. careful. You know what I mean? You got to go to work. You got to make money or you're going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. uh, you know, so I I'm kind of on that mode right now. Um, I again, not really the best mindset to have around here but that's how i feel like the country's got to open yeah. up we gotta we gotta do yeah. this shit or not you know but dude man it was a pleasure it was a pleasure fucking having you on bro um you know i hope that you enjoyed your time it was really cool i think we really hit a stride when we started talking about horror <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that we was keep going if we wanted I know. I know, dude. I know we could. Um, actually, like I wanted to let you know if you wanted to hop on on Monday, um, I'd really love to have a few horror minds on. Um, you could be on with me. Um, no pressure, by the way. If you can't do it, you can't do it. We're, we're starting at nine again. I'm going to have misheard knife reviews and I'm going to have uh, Crimson EDC. I think it's Crimson Fury EDC on Instagram. He does yeah. like paranormal investigator shit and uh, watches a lot of horror. If you want to do that, we're going to, it's going to be a horror type thing. Um, but I think it'll be cool. I think you really enjoy it being around other like horror EDC guys. You know, you're more than welcome to join in. All right. Count me. Count yeah. me. 
But please, everybody that's watching or watches this, um, subscribe to Tier 1 Gear and EDC Reviews on YouTube. Uh, I think it's Tier 1 Gear Reviews on Instagram, right? It, there's no EDC in it, I think. So just uh, I'm going to put the font on the bottom. Everyone subscribe to him. Really chill, dude. Uh, and it's just been a pleasure, man. If you if there's ever anything you want to do, you want to collab on something, if you think I'd be interested in a tag, although I don't do tag videos that much, let me know. Yeah. Hit me up on DM me on Instagram. You're more than welcome to. And uh, just just thank you, man. Thank you. Dude, it's been a pleasure being here. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. No problem. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace.